an elephant giving birth. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye, and this is episode 313 of the podcast. Now, in this one, Trevor's going to take us and kind of talk us through one of his best sightings ever after, it's a question we get often, is, hey, what's the coolest thing you've seen, or how long you've been in the industry? There's all these questions, but Trevor's going to go with one particular sighting that stood out to him, and uh, I haven't seen this yet, so I'm going to hand over to Trevor. Enjoy. Hello everyone, my name is Trevor and I am from Wild Eye. Uh, I thought I would discuss a question that we get asked quite a bit when we're out on safari. Um, And I know I've shared it with a few guests on safari as well as on my Instagram. But I think I would have to go with, I mean there's a number of different things that come to mind when someone says what is the best thing that you have seen. as you well since you've been a guide and it it is it's a tough question to answer because there's numerous different highlights that stand out and they all have different meanings and they're all special to me in a different way Uh, but the one that i do like to share just because it is one of the rarest stories is the day that i saw an elephant give birth now This particular afternoon, let me set the scene for you. Uh, I was working in the Sabi Sands at a place called Londolozi. I was hosting a private safari. I had one guest and our focus was mainly lions and leopards. Now, at the time we had a pride called the Sparta Pride. They operated in the southeastern section of uh, Londolozi property. They had been found that morning. and now it was also summer, so it was quite warm. Uh, so our plan for the afternoon was to head to the southeast, um, try and see if we can relocate on this pride of line, spend a bit of time with them, um, and even spend time with them as it started to cool down and get a bit darker and see if uh, they were going to get active. Um, from reports from the guys in the morning was that um, they weren't very full, so chances are as soon as it cooled down, Um, and night started to fall that they would get up and they would start moving and potentially hunt. So we put all of our eggs in one basket. We decided we're going to head down there and spend the afternoon with these lions and see what they get up to. But as we all know, the bush is very unpredictable. You never know what can happen um, and anything can be around the next corner. Now, on this particular afternoon, It was fairly windy. Um, We left for game drive, spoke about our plan. We were all excited about the plan. We were committed to putting in the time and the hours to to sit there and wait for these animals to get up and move. Uh, But firstly, also just to make sure that we knew where they were. Because of being hungry, yes, they do sleep majority of the day, but being hungry, uh, there could have been an opportunity that presented itself during the day that they got up and they Uh, They started hunting a bit earlier, so we wanted to follow up, see if we can find them again. Um, That was our first task. If we did that, then obviously sit with them and spend as much time with them as possible. Uh, But like I said, plans changed and we were driving down a crest. Now, um, to give you an idea of what it looked like, uh, these crests are big, they're open, Um, a lot of big marula trees on them, but it's mainly just grass. 
um, and as we were driving down this crest we noticed a big herd of elephants now generally in this area elephant herds consist of anything between 8 and 12 individuals uh, but that doesn't mean that you aren't going to see larger groups of elephants and what that means is it's just a few different family groups that have come together um, they spend a bit of time with each other and then they go their separate ways and on this particular day there must have been close to 40 elephants or so um, all spread out across this clearing and we got to about 200 meters away from them so a fair distance away and we could see that their behavior um, was a little bit unsettled a lot of the females had um, had liquid coming from their temporal glands which means that they, they might be stressed out a little bit um, and what you've got to remember with wildlife is when we come into a sighting we don't know what that animal or those animals have been through half an hour before we got there or 24 hours before we got there they could have had a traumatic experience that we have no idea about so that's as a guide you've always got to remember when you're entering into a sighting is that that animal could have had anything happen to it before you arrived there so it's very important to take a step back and to watch their behavior and try and understand what they're going through or what they've gone through or um, try and understand why they um, are a little bit unsettled. So we switched off the car, we sat, we listened and um, and we watched and after about 10 minutes or so the elephants all started to calm down. As I mentioned it was a little bit windy so my tracker and I discussed it and said you know maybe it could be the wind that's causing it, maybe they have different smells and sounds coming from different directions but can't necessarily pick it up. Um, and they all started to slowly move towards the drainage line and lower ground to obviously escape the wind. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. And we then decided to start the vehicle and we drove slowly up to the herd. As I mentioned, they were all split up. Uh, we parked, there was a female on the left-hand side of us and another female on the right-hand side of us. And what caught our attention was this female on the right-hand side of us. You know, she was feeding, but not really. So she would pick up grass um, and vegetation and she would just drop it. She seemed very uncomfortable. She constantly moved on her feet, bobbing and weaving like a boxer, walking backwards, walking forwards. And this was behavior that I'd never seen before um, or nor my tracker. So we sat there quietly. We obviously didn't want to start the car and unsettle her. Um, we knew that they were relaxed with us being there. Um, so we thought the best option is just to sit patiently and wait and as time went on she started moving and looking more and more uncomfortable and my tracker noticed a big bulge at her rear end and he turned around to me and he said Trevor this elephant's going to give birth. Now <laughs> the chances of you seeing an elephant give birth is very very slim. Uh, there's a number of different factors contributing to it, but the main one is their gestation period is 22 months. So what is the chance that you're going to be with that exact elephant after 22 months? Um, and also with a lot of wild animals, it's, it's the same as in humans. You know, when you have birth, you go into the hospital, you get your own room and so forth, and you have your baby and you have your quiet time. And it's the same with animals. Animals tend to distance themselves slightly from the herd, maybe going to dense vegetation because they don't want to draw any unwanted attention. Um, but this elephant was still with the herd. Um, she was clearly in discomfort and 
he said that to me and I didn't want to go into the radio and be like, everybody, I'm sitting with an elephant, it's about to give birth because next thing is it has a massive poo and I would never forget the end of the story. So um, we sat there and I also didn't want to put too much pressure on the herd. Um, so we sat there and we watched and after about 20 minutes or so we saw the amniotic sac hanging out um, and that's when it really hit us that she was going to give birth. Now I didn't want to pressure her at all, we were about 30 meters away from her. Um, she hadn't looked at us, she hadn't shown any signs of aggression towards us, nothing. So I didn't want to start the car and move back, we were at a safe distance. Um, and I didn't want her to be uncomfortable. If she wanted to move, I was more than happy to allow her the space to move away. Um, but as this was going on, she then moved and she let out this very weird grunt, grumbling noise. Um, it's a sound I've never heard an elephant make before. And as she made this noise, the entire herd, when I say herd, all these different family groups, literally ran up to this female and they surrounded her and they were rubbing up against her body and they were touching her with their trunks and you know almost to say it's okay you're gonna be fine um, and this she was walking in this in circles in the middle and the elephant the other elephants were rubbing her and going alongside her and moving with her body and um, you could see she would dip her backside every now and then as she tried to push and push and Eventually she started walking backwards and she gave one big push and you know fortunately for us she actually reversed out out of the herd and we could see the feet and she gave one big push and this baby elephant dropped. Um, and that moment, thinking back to it, it, <laughs> it puts a tear in my eye. It, just seeing that is absolutely incredible. Um, so yeah, so this baby drops and the rest of the herd suddenly surround mom and baby um, and th they, they're touching mom with their trunk, um, making sure she's okay. They're touching the baby, making sure the baby's okay and that it's breathing. And then they did something very bizarre, which I thought at the time was bizarre. And they started kicking dust and mud all over this baby elephant. Um, and Shane, while this was all happening, the, obviously the previous little one that was born wasn't getting the attention it used to get because it was trying to get in the middle of there and it was getting shoved out the way by all the adults because now suddenly there was a new baby that needed to be taken care of and was more important at the time. So it was quite funny because this little one was throwing a tantrum while running around all the adults. Um, and then yeah, so they were kicking all this dust onto the baby. And it's only afterwards that I realized, you know, antelope do it as well. They, they eat um, the amniotic sac and they lick their young. And what that does is it obviously gets rid of, um, of any evidence that the youngster was born um, that could potentially attract a predator. And alongside that, another reason is that it obviously, um, it obviously puts nutrients back into the mom's body that um, she was lacking but in this case they were kicking dust all over the baby and for me I'm pretty sure it was to soak up that um, all that fluid um, and once they had done that then they started to lift the baby with with the trunk and it took I think about 11 minutes or so from the moment that that baby was born to the moment it was standing on all four feet 
How incredible is that? It is, if you think of humans and you, you think of cats, they all need their parents for a very long time. I think of my daughter being born. 11 minutes after she was born, she, she was still clueless as to what the world was. She was helpless. We had to provide for her. We had to feed her. We had to change her nappy. We had to get her to sleep. We had to pick her up and move her around wherever she went. But for this little elephant, after 11 minutes, was standing on its four feet, moving slowly with the herd. Yes, it was stumbling, but it was moving. And it was at this point that I said to my guests, we have had an incredible moment with these elephants. Let's leave them be. Let's give them some peace and privacy. They're most likely going to, still being relatively warm, most likely going to head into the thicket, get a little bit of shade, carry on feeding and protect this, this newborn baby. Um, so we all agreed and we left them be. And yes, to this day, it is probably right up there in my top five best sightings that I've ever had out in the field. Truly incredible. Um, so yeah, I thought I would share that story with all of you. Um, it is quite a touching story. It's a very close story to my heart. Um, and yeah, a moment that I will never regret um, or never forget. Anyways, that's me, Trevor McCall Pete. Hope that you all enjoyed the story. There will be a few more coming uh, in the not so distant future. But for now, I'm going to say bye bye.